Coffee Black, and this is the Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. Um, this should be an introspective series where I come and spit out my thoughts, crazy shit that's going on in my head, funny shit that happened to me during the day, and any and everything that you want to talk about, you want to hear. Um, I'm a sponge for knowledge. I'm an avid reader, I'm an avid smoker, I'm a food enthusiast, and I love feedback, so, that being said, if you hear something here that you enjoy, then uh, let me know, if you hear something you don't like, go fuck yourself, let's start the show. Coffee Black. Hey, did you download the Anchor app yet? Because if you didn't, you're missing out on probably the best part of my show. Um, my sleeper picks are super fucking dope. And with the Anchor app, you get a 30 second snippet of every song that I select for every episode. So if you don't have Anchor, you're missing out on the best experience and the best listening uh, listening experience for this show. Plus, with the Anchor app, you can start your own podcast. Get out there and say something if you feel like you have something to say. So get the fucking app, man. Don't be lazy. It's one download, and it's uh, it's in the Google Play Store. I just found out that it's in the Apple uh, Apple App Store or whatever you guys have over there but you're doing yourself a disservice if you don't have the Anchor app it's free to download it's easy to sign up you can use Facebook even so do me a favor if you, li- if you like this show and you want to experience this show the best way possible download the fucking Anchor app and get in the show Yo, it's Kid Coffee Black. Um, I'm sure most of y'all are music fans. <clears throat> like me, uh, you're always looking for a new sound. Well, if you haven't, you should check out my sleeper section. I have uh, a collective playlist that I've been putting together over the past couple of months. Um, I used to feature the songs at the end of my shows. Uh, for some odd reason, I am no longer able to do that. So for the fourth of Oh man, I can't talk. For the foreseeable future, I will only be putting together the sleeper section playlist. Uh, sorry if this inconveniences anyone, man. Um, it's less musical research for me, <coughs> and more time I can put into my more time I can put into my shows. So, uh, yeah, man, keep fucking with that sleeper section playlist. Let's get into the show. Good afternoon, good night. 
This is the Fire in the Kitchen podcast, and I am your wonderful, humble, illustrious host, Coffee Black. Coming to you live from my brother's living room in Charleston, South Carolina. It's Turkey Day. It's the day you guys celebrate your uh, uh, I guess day of thanks. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. I'm just down here chilling. Uh, about 7.30 in the morning. Shit going on. Most of the people in the house are asleep, so I'm going to try to keep it low. How y'all doing, man? Hopefully everybody's okay. Hopefully you're surrounded by family and loved ones and Hopefully no one's working today. <coughs> Hopefully you all get to enjoy the holiday. <coughs> With your friends and family and shit. Because <coughs> even though I don't really fuck with today like that, um, I understand the importance of being around people that you love and you care about. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, anyway... Before I get too deep into the show, let me get my shout-outs and shit out the way. Shout-out to all of the listeners across the various streaming platforms. Anchor being number one of which, the one I use to record this lovely, lovely show every day. Uh, you can also uh, find, this, <laughs> find this awesome show on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher Radio and Spotify, Google Podcasts and Overcast, and all of the other streaming platforms where you get your daily fix podcast, and man, I'm everywhere, we out here, um, shout out to my, all my day one listeners, anybody who's been fucking with us since the first episode, shout out to you if you're picking this up for the first time, uh, I don't know why you, you would pick today of all days, being that it's a holiday to, um, start listening to us, but hey man. Shout out to you. Uh, as I continue on through my uh, my fascinations with pugilists or fighters or boxers, uh, Deontay Wilder had a fight uh, against uh, an opponent he'd taken on before. Uh, if you don't know who Deontay Wilder is, he's the WBC heavyweight champion of the world. American. Tuscaloosa, Alabama born, um, has one of the craziest right hands, uh, in, in the history of boxing, man, like, like, it's, it's really, like, uh, it's kind of sick how he, uh, he just takes over a fight out of nowhere with a right hand that's blistering, like, there's really nothing you can do with him when you put that thing on you, it's over with, and, uh, he had a fight against Luis Ortiz, Cuban born. Um, they call him the King Kong Beast. Weighed in like two forty. You know what I'm saying? My man Wilder coming to the ring at two nineteen, but he's six foot seven. You know, and uh, the complaint about him every time is that he's not a he's not a not a boxer. He's, he swings wild punches. His technique is terrible, but the results are you know there. They speak for themselves. This man's undefeated. You know, he's forty one. Zero and one, one draw on his record, which come from a uh, a fight with a the lineal heavyweight champion of the world, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury is another guy who's uh, the heavyweight boxing is making a comeback. Anyway, um, 
yeah, my man Wilder, man, they uh they went most of his career basically telling him that he wasn't going to be shit. He's not a good boxer. And, uh, you know, he started late. He didn't start boxing until he was 20 years old. You know, he had dreams of being a high school, I mean, a, a professional football player or a professional basketball player. But uh, his daughter was born when he was 19, and you know, she was diagnosed with spina bifida. You know, being a young father myself, I understood the, the idea that shit was shit's popping off, man. You got to get, you got to do what you got to do, you know. You have responsibilities, all your dreams and the things you wanted for yourself, so, you know, sometimes they go by the wayside, which is uh, not something I'm complaining about. You know, it is what it is. I have to do what I have to do for my daughter. And that's why I, uh, man, Fury, I mean, uh, excuse me, man, Wilder, he resonated with me. When it comes to these boxers, man, in order to attach yourself to them, you have to find some kind of story or some kind of semblance of, um, you know, a relevance to your life. At least that's how I rock, you know. When, um, I don't want to say I look up to these guys, but when I start to uh, get into their careers, you know, there has to be something other than your skill that pulls me in and makes me want to follow you, makes me want to cheer for you or root for you or whatever. You know, it has to be something deeper. And like I said, with my man Wilder, he had a mission, you know what I'm saying? He needed to be the heavyweight champion of the world because the heavyweight champion of the world gets paid. And he needed to get paid because his baby needed uh, medical treatments that his current job at Budweiser wasn't, you know, wasn't helping. And like I said, he started boxing late. He made the Olympics by 21. He won, it, won a bronze medal with just 25 amateur fights. That's a beast. But... You still, you're going to have your people, your detractors, the people who are, you know, they're going to nitpick and they're going to uh, find holes in your game. You know, because if you look around, like, there ain't really too much wrong with the guy. His power is impeccable. His his uh, his motor is great, you know. He go 10, 15 rounds if he needs to. You know, he's got stupid knockout power. Like, one punch puts you to bed power. But all the focus is online is his technique. Oh, he's a terrible boxer. Oh, he doesn't box well. Oh, his technique is awful. Oh, he's such a wild puncher. Oh, I hate his personality. American-born heavyweight champion of the world. We really ain't been able to say that um, for a very, very, very long time. So I don't understand why this man isn't celebrated like he should be. He should be exalted. We should be putting this man on the cover of all of our newspapers and our magazines. This is boxing. This is one of the greatest sports ever. This is a sport of kings, for real, for real. You know, there's there's nothing more sport about boxing. Two men get in the ring. They throw their fists at each other as hard as they possibly can, and one of them walks out. We should be heaving praise upon this man. And here it is. He's got more title defenses than Muhammad Ali. The consensus greatest boxer of all time. But you don't hear about him. He beat, well, I, I say he beat Tyson Fury. 
it, it, it was ruled as a draw, but I say he beat Tyson Fury. I watched the fight. I, I understood what happened. I understood that he was losing by rounds, but he knocked that man out. They gave Fury a standing 12 count. Only for him to get up and, and rule it a draw. Nah, that's bullshit. You knocked down the lineal heavyweight champion twice in the fight. One of them in the 12th round. But they gave him a two-second reprieve before they started this 10 count. And nobody's talking about him. <clears throat> Nobody is, is mentioning his name. He's not on, on, on the screen on ESPN every day. He's not on the, the front page of Bleacher Report. Forty-one, zero, and one. At heavyweight, he fought his last fight at two hundred and nineteen pounds. He was outweighed by at 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 least eighteen pounds. Knocked the guy on his ass in the sixth round. Knockout. They don't get no better than that. And he's doing it on different platforms. He's got the, the wherewithal <clears throat> and uh, the belief within himself. He bet on himself so much he has yet to sign a contract with any boxing promoter or any boxing correlation because he doesn't feel like he needs to be tied down. See, when you sign, when you sign a boxing contract, when you sign with a promoter, you fight the guys that they line up for you. Meaning you can duck and dodge the real contenders if you want to. That was the knock on Floyd Mayweather. They say Floyd didn't fight no real competition. My man Wilder is going out here trying to fight the best. He putting them on their ass. Over and over and over again. Everybody in the world told him not to fight Ortiz again. Everybody in the world. He took the bout anyway. Is he a champion? Champ shit. And here he is, man. Last week he fought. He's already scheduled to fight again in February. Wilder Fury 2. And this time I think he's going to knock him out. Last time the motherfucker got lucky. This time Fury's coming for that. I mean, Tyson's coming for that. Damn. I mean, Wilder's coming for that ass. <clears throat> and that's not to say I don't like Tyson Fury. I do. I I, I think he's, um technique-wise, he's probably the best boxer on the planet. When it, when it comes to uh, the X's and O's of boxing, the ring science, understanding your, your distance, understanding your timing, understanding your ring presence, understanding your positioning with, within the ring. No, nobody is better than Tyson Fury. He just lacks punching power. For a heavyweight, I don't see him knocking nobody out. And he signed the ESPN, so he's going to fight a bunch of fucking scrubs for the rest of his career. 
after Wilder knocks him out. And then there's the Anthony Joshua, uh, Andy Ruiz fight. They go, they, they run it back. Heavyweight Boston is in a super interesting space right now, man. Super interesting space. You know, potentially we get two super fights within the next four months. I've never been more excited. Can't wait to see how this shit plays out. <coughs> I mean, <coughs> Andy Ruiz was a, was a dark horse, man. He came out of nowhere. <coughs> when we looked at that fight card with him and Anthony Joshua, we were like, yo, this dude is built like a refrigerator. You know, he, he's kind of slow. When he came in and he, he put that man down. And I've never really had uh, any faith in Anthony Joshua. I always thought he was um, a gassed up pretty boy. You know, a lot of people gave him super respect for knocking out Klitschko. But Klitschko was an old ass man. Can't really give you no stripes for knocking an old man out. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he comes back and he puts Ruiz on his ass. No. <coughs> There's nothing better than uh than proving everybody wrong when they doubted you. <coughs> so my man Joshua might come into this fight with a lot of spunk. With his uh. With his chest poked out, ready for war. It might happen. You never know. You never know. You just never know in the world of boxing. Boxing is in a very, very, very interesting, sweet place right now. My man Floyd talking about coming back. <coughs> so we'll see. That's that's interesting. Let's see if he fights my man Jorge Masvidal. That would be sweet. 154. Let, let him be that 154. In the ring. Let's get my man Masvidal paid. He's probably my favorite fighter on the planet right now. Game bread. I talked about him on here before. He's a, a mixed martial artist. But, you know, that boxing crosses over, dog. It's there. I, I would I, I wouldn't pay to watch the fight, but I'd watch it. Oh man, I don't know. I guess we uh we waiting for next month with Joshua and uh and Ruiz two just to see how the boxing world shapes out. Because I'm sure my man Wilder's gonna be at, at you know at ringside. I'm sure you're gonna be here. I'm sure you'll be out there. I'm excited for it, man. Um, hopefully y'all enjoyed your turkey day. 
ain't gonna hold y'all up too much longer. Um, about to get into some festivities. Maybe try to find me some breakfast. But uh, hopefully you had a happy holiday. Hopefully you don't spend too much motherfucking money on Black Friday. Um, do not break yourself trying to impress other people or impress children who don't have money. I have um, come to terms with the idea that my kid will be okay with whatever I get. So I ain't tripping. Shout out to Nikki and Phil. Fire in the Kitchen Podcast. One.